Hello everybody, welcome to this edition of The Coaching Conversation. In this series, we're looking to help business owners, business leaders see how coaching can help them and their teams be the people they want to be, achieve the things they really want to achieve in their life. We also aim it at fellow coaches. What we're really looking to do is to show them our experiences and hope that that inspires them and helps them develop their own skills and practices. I'm Graham Wiley. I've been coaching business leaders and business owners around the world for the last two decades. Nothing more to say now other than get ready, get comfortable. Here comes this edition of The Coaching Conversation. Hello and welcome to yet another edition of The Coaching Conversation. Today, I'm going to talk about helping business leaders, business owners who are trying to turn around a business that's failing. And before I go into talking this through, I just want to give some sense of what I mean by failing. Failing is on the spectrum. It could be we're heading to go bust. We're going to run out of money in the next six weeks. We're in trouble. And the other is, we've lost our way and we're stagnating. We just simply can't re-inject growth. And they are completely different business situations. That that there is a totally different sense of urgency and a totally different sense of priority that needs to be brought to bear at each end of that spectrum. If you're dealing with the first one where the business is looking to collapse and it, and it, it, it really is on its knees, then there are several things that as a coach you want to make sure the business leaders have dealt with, which is, first of all, their legal position. Are they behaving responsibly? Are they ceasing to trade as quickly as they, they should do? Obviously, you can't continue to trade according to English company law if you know full well the business can't pay its bills. But equally, if there is a future for the business somehow, some way, you have an obligation to continue to trade. And so the first thing is, are they doing all the things they should be doing from a legal point of view? Are they getting good insolvency advice, for example? And the second thing is, do they know why they're failing? Do they understand what's happened to their business? Has it been a significant market shift? Has it been a, a problem with supply? What, what What's happened to make them in this or put them in this very difficult place only by understanding what's happened can you start to then plan about potential solutions so if for example it was a bad debt a customer has gone under and it's left them with a big hole in their sales and a big hole in their bank balance well the question is can you recover over time if you could recover over time, can you speak to creditors? Can you speak to bankers? Can you try and get an agreement to give you the time to recover? On the other hand, if it's something much more complicated, there is a lack of supply of your key raw material and it ain't coming back anytime soon. Unless you can downsize to a level that meets that supply and still be viable, you probably are looking at a preordained outcome. And so by understanding what's causing the problem, you can start to weigh out whether or not 
it's worth all of the trouble and time and, and fret to get the business back up and running successfully. This is important because, as I said, there are legal obligations that sit around this, around directors and business leaders in this kind of situation. And it may lead to other kinds of off-the-wall solutions. It might be that you could sell the business because whilst you can't make it viable in a short space of time, someone with synergies who can absorb the business can get savings and bring financial strength that will buy you the time. And the reverse might be true. It might be that you could make an acquisition that would give you the reverse benefits I've just described, and you may even be able to persuade investors to help you do that. And in that context, it could be that one of your competitors is exactly the same boat that you're in, and by merging together, you can shed enough overhead and enough operating costs and gain enough market share to make it viable for both for the new organisation, combined organisation, to survive. That's one set of questions. And as I say, at that point, it's all about, do we know why we're here, why we're in this mess, and do we think there is a way forward to getting out of the mess? So coming to the other end of the scale, it's a failing business as in the sense it's stagnating, this happens a lot in business. We all know the business growth curve. It comes to a point where the business plateaus for one reason or another. And then often that brings in new leadership who inject new ideas and re-energize the organization and let it kick on yet again. And so if this is this kind of situation where you're in with the business leaders, either the new management or the old management, and they're recognizing that the business has started to slow and is really in danger of becoming mortally wounded, what are the sorts of things as a coach that you're going to encourage them to think about? Well, I'd start with, well, what are your core competencies? What is it that this business is really, really good at? What are the things it knows how to do? And is it world-class in each of those core competencies? Because if it's not, the stagnation could, could simply be it's not competitive any longer. It's become complacent, overbloated, too, too expensive, call it what you will. And it's not moved with the market conditions and the competitive position. Another question would be, if I understand my core competencies, can I use them in parallel markets? Can I create new opportunities that look different, take me into new um, dimensions, but fundamentally are built around things we understand very, very well? Another aspect is all of the stakeholders. Do, do, do the people in the business feel energised enough to rise to the challenge? Do you have the right key trading partners, whether it's customers or suppliers? Are, are you chasing the wrong kind of customer? Customers that are inevitably low growth, customers that are inevitably price sensitive, when you should be looking for higher growth, more premium customers offering you more profitability opportunity. Are your suppliers 
not really acting as partners? Are they not really coming to the party and making you competitive and effective in the marketplace? Are they strangling you of innovation? If you start to create an image in your mind and in the leadership's mind of what could be the, the future, what could be the new way ahead, then the challenge becomes how are you going to share that with all of the people that you need to share it with? Because that change could be very significant. It might not be a small thing. It could be a massive transformation program, which of itself can be exciting and fun and and really brilliant to lead, but not easy and not without risk usually. Usually that risk is both from the business's point of view of doing things that don't work and from a personal career point of view or a personal financial point of view, you take the business towards a risk zone where it could fail. Moving on from that, one of the key aspects from the coach's point of view with the business leaders is do the leadership group, not just as individuals, but as a group, share that common view? Do they have real desire around the main core tenets of that particular new plan? And that may have to start with, do they share a common understanding of the current circumstance? Does the production director understand the issue in the same way that the sales director does? Does the finance director have the same view of the world as the chief executive? And this may sound really silly, but actually it's fundamental. If a production director doesn't really believe that he or she needs to reinvent their processes, the energy behind that will slow it down. If the sales director truly believes that things need to be sold in new markets, in, in new ways, at different price points, and the finance director doesn't agree with that, the actual pricing of those new products is going to be very difficult. You can see the point of making examples around. And so when coaching the CEO, if that's what you're doing, you, you, you also need to be sure that he's key team believe in what he's saying or she's saying and and not only that they understand the reasons why they understand what's going to happen if they don't change and they understand the status quo and the future that they're trying to create together which then leads to do they have the same level of ambition that he does do they have the same appetite for risk that he or she does this is important because this is a journey they're going to go on together. And whilst it's never going to be easy and you're not looking for yes men, it is really important that the commitment is genuine and deep and that will see you through the challenging times ahead. That could then lead into some other more fundamental questions. Other stakeholders may have views, shareholders, bankers, funders may all have views that you need to bring on board. If you need to raise more funds, if you need to explain to them you're moving into the risk zone to correct stagnation, you may need their endorsement. Indeed, you may need more money. And so how do you present that to them? How do you deal with that relationship that you need to create 
to make it a success. So as the coach, you don't know any of these answers. You don't, you don't have any of these solutions in your kit bag. What you do have is the kinds of questions that's going to help these business leaders and their teams work it out. Because the one thing about stagnation is it very rarely solves itself. Unless they fortuitously bump into some great opportunity, the chances are they really do have to reinvent the business. So there you have it. Coaching failing businesses. See you again soon. Bye. So there you have it. That was the latest edition of the Coaching Conversation. Hope it was useful. Hope it did what it was meant to do for you. If you want any more information about our coaching practice, it's at the executivemindset.co.uk. While you're there, you can book your own free session, which will give you a much deeper insight to what coaching can really do for you. If you enjoyed the session, please give us a good rating. And if you want to reach out for further information, do email me at theexecutivemindset at sagegreen.com. That's about it for this time and look forward to seeing you next time. Bye.